I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right, welcome back to 22 Minutes to Having It All podcast. This is Marlo Higgins, your host. And this week's episode, we have Les O'Hara. And Les is the founder and creator of the Contractor's Playbook. It's a battle-tested framework for scaling a construction business. Les has built six separate companies over the last three decades, with a majority of these exceeding that seven-figure mark. He's definitely passionate about maximizing the potential and inspiring entrepreneurs through the activation of their own unique, transformative life purpose. And that is the reason why you are going to love the power that Les brings to this episode. He was one of our early adopters into a tool that we launched in February. It's called the Daily Something. You can find more on our website at marlohiggins.com. And it's a tool that helps you achieve your what if faster. And so you can hear what Les had to say about it. Like I said, he was an early adopter. He shares the benefits um, by having that tool and that resource that he responds and interacts with on the regular. So it's just a great conversation. Les is also a coach. His industry is the construction business. And this is just such fun, electric conversation that I know you'll enjoy. So thanks for being a total active listener for us and loyal. So here's the episode with Les. Okay, so do you want to share with our audience how we know each other or does that even matter? I'll just let you take the lead on that one, Les. Well, well, you and me have known each other. It's got to be over 20 years. We've known of each other. We've consulted with each other many times in the past. I really appreciated when your book came out. I got a lot of value from that and your teachings. We just recently hooked back up from uh, seeing each other on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm going to be able to tell your audience just that one single session, you know, put me on a brand new trajectory. <laughs> And uh, you're you're really a dynamo and excited to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, absolutely. So we have an amazing team and Stephanie put us in touch together. You know, like LinkedIn is our friend. I think most of us know that it's a great business builder in the technology that we are in this, the space that we serve today, I think as executives, entrepreneurs, all of that. So it's a fundamental practice. And, you know, Stephanie reached out, connected us. And I was really excited when I saw you on the roster. I'm like, Les O'Hara. Oh my gosh, because Les O'Hara is the founder and the creator of the Contractors Playbook. It's a battle-tested framework for scaling a construction business. And this is why we're having an episode today. So we're going to unpack some really beautiful things. Definitely, you and I have the synergy, the connectivity. We think the same. And I think that's what our audience is going to learn from this episode is just the power of like being in the room with people who think like you or challenge you, empower you, all of those things. And like you said, I mean, we connected, we threw down 
kind of some burning questions that I had about what you're doing in business and then you had for yourself. And so that's where we're at with this episode. So take us to that. So we had the conversation just not too long ago. What was the biggest impact, Les? What was the thing that resonated the most? Well, it's since I've been running construction businesses now for three decades, the last five, I really have taken an interest in mentoring other business owners and applying all of my systems and knowledge to help them and get the awesome feeling that you're really helping another business owner. So uh, I got the chance for you to help me in the reverse role when I told you about the business, where I'm struggling. And the first thing you told me was you need to build the coaching business that serves you. And that made me think because right now it wasn't serving me. It was exhausting me. I have so many clients that I'm doing one-on-one coaching with. They're getting tremendous value, but that drains me as an introvert. I need to recharge. So you said, take a look at your calendar and what would be the dream business? And that just got me thinking. And that was, you know, one of the first things that really helped. Okay. So what would you change less based on that conversation? Like what would you change to make your dream business? I mean, is it working more hours, building a bigger team, adding greater support? Like what, what's the magic bullet would you say in that conversation? Well, a couple of things you also touched on was that, you know, the business that I'm trying to build is a boutique coaching firm. You know, it's a select group of people that, you know, understand what it's like, where they're at, that I could particularly help. So that resonated with me. Uh, You also said I need to vet a team Hmm. like you had built. And that's what was lacking for me because I'm a one man show, even though I have VAs and uh, employees in all my other businesses, the coaching business doesn't have that key employee like you had to uh, launch you. Yeah. And then I started thinking, okay, the business that I have is like almost any day of the week, I could be having these sessions. And you kind of uh, told me, hey, why not the perfect vision is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's when you're doing your coaching. And let's build a group component into it where you could be coaching many at one time. And I knew this, but I needed a coach to actually tell that to me and, you know, to listen to it again, uh, to, to have it resonate. Yeah. And I think visuals are a big piece of it too. You know, like being able to, I'm in your shoes, right? I totally understand. And we're just so immersed in it. And you are helping your clients at the highest level, but yourself needs help. And that that's a big question. So as an entrepreneur for over 30 years, when do you know when it's time to add support for your success? I think from day one, that's where a lot of people that I see struggle is because I help two kinds of business owners. One is they're a one-man show and they might have a, a handful of employees, but they basically have a job. So they own their own business, but they're trading their hours for dollars. So for them, almost immediately, they need to bring on a team to start delegating things to so that they're not working in the business, they're working on the business. How do they elevate themselves out of the business? That's where they need that mentorship. What's funny is I found my coaching business, part of that, I was stuck doing in the business. I wasn't working on the business. So you made me think about it. Hey, I need to have a team for that business. Yeah. So that's one of the people that I help. And then the other is the person that is 
successful now building a lot of teammates around them, but can't get to that next level. And what does that take? And you know what that takes? More team members, Mm. an executive team uh, around them that he holds accountable, he or she holds accountable to his vision. Right. So I say from day one, you need a great team around you. And the, the better A players around you, the faster you can grow. I mean, there, no question. So this is a point like in coaching when and when I'm working with clients, ask yourself, like, what are the things I need? I mean, do I need financial structure? Do I need legal? Do I need marketing? Do I need a lead generous salesperson? You know, and so just ask yourself, what are the things that I need to thrive? Because let's be honest, when you stay in your lane and you do what you do best and your core talent is really understanding through all of your experience, how to transfer that knowledge to others by building the framework that we mentioned here, this, the contractor's playbook, right? It's proven, it's vetted out. Your your clients are achieving the outcomes that they come in to partnership with. But when we're saying, okay, these are the areas I don't have on my team, it's pretty easy actually to secure it, right? I call it the brain trust mm. because we're coaches. We're not necessarily investors. We're not legal people. We're not natural marketers. And so we need to bring those people to the team and to really round out the things that we're not able or capable of doing. And that right there just shows you immediately, okay, who should be in my brain trust? And then oftentimes too, we don't even have to pay those people. You can find, like, let's say there's, you know, five core people. Hey, can you spend 20 minutes with me this month? I've just got a few questions. Build the synergy, give, you know, there's ways to build partnerships. And then ultimately, those people then do become your future partners, team players, and investors in in your business. And so it's a lot easier than we make it out to be. Why do we make success so hard, Les? Well, it's funny because when I call it a playbook and I bring an athletic background to my coaching, it's the blocking and tackling that you still, no matter where you are, I'm three decades into this, and you had to teach me some blocking and tackling, some fundamentals. And we could easily forget about it because of all of the fires and problems that could come at you in a day, the distractions, your phone, that if you don't have someone to give you the clarity, that's what I liked about your framework. When you when you spelled out your framework for me was, you know, the four principles was clarity, action, confidence, risk. Well, you're not going to get that clarity without that ability to do the basic fundamentals of your business. Right. And every one of us need it. Okay. So the having it all podcast, right? So it's satisfaction, fulfillment, success. It's about, you know, reaching it and sustaining it. You've been at this for a long time. It's the burning question of why, when we achieve something that we either don't feel satisfied or we don't know how to sustain it. What's your take on that, Les? That's a very deep question, at least for me. You and I share a dear friend in Christine Degramont, and she really mentored me on strength finders. And and you mentioned this just a couple minutes ago. Once you know your strengths and weaknesses, you then can stay in your lane and you get fulfilled and you actually like what you're doing. So one of the strengths that I recognize early on from that assessment is that I'm an activator and I'm a maximizer. And you and I talked about this. So for me... I'm always growing. I'm always having ideas. I always want to activate things. And that is where I get satisfaction. 
And I bring that into all areas of my life because one thing I've learned and I've seen this countless times with a, a lot of the owners that I coach is they have a lot of success, but in their wake is very poor relationships with their kids, their wives, friends. So at the end of the day, you have to do some evaluation of why are you building? Why are you striving that you don't end up climbing this ladder and you realize at the end, you know, it was on that wrong wall as the proverbial quote says. And I think if you're a high achiever, you're a go-getter, you're always going to be wanting to conquer that next thing. What you have to be aware of is when you do conquer that next thing, what was the ramifications of doing it? Were you going to really be satisfied with those results? Was it all worth it, the, the price that you or your friends or your family had to pay on it? No question. You know, and that sustainability factor, I think, with achievement and success and high performance, that's a tricky one because, you know, we can reach the levels and we kind of know how to get ourselves there, but the magic ticket is the sustainability. And so coming into this conversation, like we said, your ability to sustain a boutique style coaching business is there for you. But it kind of goes back to those basics of like, what does that even look like for me? Like, if I were to serve at the highest level and have and be a balanced, husband, father, friend, you know, all the things that that you are, you have to start with that core basic. Like, how do I even want this business to work? And then when you see that, and then you look at it and go, okay, yes, I can definitely make it work like this. I can hit the financial goal based on this level of layout And then just owning the fact that I don't want to be an end-all, do-all for everyone. I just want to be a boutique-style, VIP, top-shelf guy that other people put skin in the game at the highest level so they can get the outcome. As I describe that back to you, Les, like what's resonating most for you in that space of sustainability? Well, the need for every business owner to have that vision. You helped me clarify it, but what everyone needs to do is what is the vision of why are they in business? And to then have that down on paper so that they could start building towards it. I have a module in my playbook that's just on, you know, vision and getting that clarity and that mantra so that you and your team are all on the same page. Why are we building this? Does it have deep meaning for everyone? So I really love that part of you reminding me that again, uh, for this coaching part of my life. The other part of sustainability for me is if it's not going to be energizing, then you have to re-look at things of why why are you doing it? Luckily for me, I really feel like I'm in the sweet spot in my life of helping people, but it has to be married with how I best like to work and what is going to energize me. And so uh, you were able to help me flip that script a whole bunch, but Some of the keys when you say sustainability for me and what I coach many of my owners is we really start at the personal level. It's the time management. It's using their calendars. It's making sure that their ideal week, I build out their ideal week on the calendar ahead of time, that they build in those personal habits of exercise and meditation and reading and education and family and having dinners with your family. You could build that ideal week out and then you have some little health habits that you sprinkle in around those. And that is going to help you sustain this hard business it is of running 
a business and growing and taking on all of the uh, people that are trying to tackle you. Being everything to everybody. I mean, really, is really what you describe right there. Okay, so it's one thing to build it. But then, you know, and we choose it, we build it, but then we have to stick to it. Like those boundary components, it's really easy. And I know you've experienced it too. You've had to have, because I think we all do. Things trickle over. We don't hold to the boundaries. We don't hold ourselves accountable. You know, we go into it saying, I'm going to work 21 hours a week and I'm working 60 hours a week. What is it about us as high achievers, Les, and I know how you're relating to this, why do we give up sometimes on ourselves or why do we put the boundaries and the accountability to the sidelines and don't really hold true to it? Because that's when I think you probably witness most when your clients are faltering or struggling. Well, that's why you and I are in our business and on our sweet spot is because even us, even Michael Jordan, even Kobe Bryant, they all had the great coaches in the world. Every high achiever has a coach that's holding them accountable. If we rely on ourselves to hold each other accountable, we're never going to be the full person, the full business person, the full, you know, self uh, realized without having someone pushing us past our boundaries, holding us accountable to those goals that we set. So that's why I'm really excited about the place that you and I are both in, getting that honor of being that person to that high achiever. Yeah. And you and I, we both need the coaches. <laughs> 100%. Okay, so that leads me to this because these episodes go so fast. And, you know, I think you and I could talk for a lifetime because we just get it, right? But as you know, in February, we launched this new tool that helps our clients achieve their what if faster. And it's called the daily something. Okay. So you are one of our daily something users, Les. Can you share what this tool is to our listeners, like being on the receiving end of it? And what are some of the benefits that you've received just by aligning with that one simple tool to support you? I'm curious. What a concept. That was a game changer for me. And to have a great mentor like you with whatever you're thinking is powerful for your clients to get a word of wisdom from you every day in a in an easy to digest fashion through a text is really pretty incredible and then to even reply to it and give you an answer and get a reply back is like a mini coach right there ready to go so it's just it's been really incredible to be a part of it I'm getting a lot of value from it. And I feel like I'm going to build that same thing for all of my coaching clients. Yeah, it's pocket coaching, right? It's like you have somebody in your corner, you have somebody kind of teeing you up in the morning, kind of thinking through it. And it is, it's the framework. And here's the thing, if you go to the next level and if you continue to follow the framework, if you like respond and interact, because we all know you get out what you put into it. But when you do interact like that, Les, I mean, you you are having that interplay with somebody who's going to challenge you and make you think differently today about something. And these are all the fundamentals of high performance. Then you can even 10x that tool and really make it go to work for you. Because again, it, it is a customized way on how you respond to those little prompts that we're doing every day. And it's Monday through Friday. So I'm curious though, what made you say yes to it less? Like we had just launched it. I was kind of sharing with you, but, but what was the trigger for you to say, I'm getting this tool, this daily something? Well, it's like I could get a, a piece of wisdom, you know, for our little call that we had prior. And really I have highlighted in my book here, you know, almost 10 
key things that you told me in a half hour. Why wouldn't I pay a little bit of money to have you give me one piece of wisdom every day during the week and take that and run with it? It's having Marlo in my pocket. So it's great. I'm enjoying it and can see me, you know, using it forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's the booster shot, right? It's the simple thing. It doesn't take a lot. It's on your terms. And I think that's why it's important, but we do, we want to help you get to the what if faster. Like what is your what if, you know, that's that just imagine goal. Like just imagine if I was a hundred million dollar producer this year, that's a just imagine goal for somebody. Okay. But let's help you get there. And this is the kind of framework, the thought, you know, mindset's everything less, you know, that, and how you've grown to be the professional and not only the athlete, the business owner, the father, all of the things, it's in how you are positioning yourself, how you're talking to yourself, that mindset component and everything. How does that play into this too? It's just like being championed to think differently. People blow off the concept of mindset so much. And right now I'm in this phase of life where I'm struggling with it. and your knowledge and experience in that side of the equation has really helped me look at things a whole lot differently and expanded the potential of what I think uh, my coaching business can do and the impact that it makes. So if you if you are trusting your own internal dialogues and ways of thinking where your business could go, you're really missing out on on the opening of huge horizons for you by letting someone else speak to a higher ground, a higher mindset for you and your business. And I'm really going to be incorporating that more into my coaching because I'm usually just in the blocking and tackling, but I'm not even explaining or asking what's the bigger vision? What are we trying to win this season? What's your Super Bowl that we're trying to get to? And that's the mindset that you can train someone on. It's just so important. Yeah, it's that next level. And this is one of our favorite things to do is somebody has a goal. Like, what's your initial goal? You ask them, oh, I'd love to secure 12 new clients this week. Why not 24? And they'll look at you like, what are you talking about? Okay, but this is the thing about performers. The first goal that comes out, that first thought, that's your bread and butter goal. When you double it, that 24 that's the game changer. That's the stretch goal. What happens when you start to hit the number 24, like I'm going to secure 24 clients this week, not just 12. You're thinking 24, you supersede, you're going to land somewhere in the middle. Mm. But what you've done already, you've already superseded the bread and butter goal of 12. You're probably going to end up with like 19. That's what a just imagine goal is. Like, that's just like the what if, like if I could just have 12 clients, well, why not 24? Stretch yourself, challenge yourself. And that's the mindset. I mean, all you can do is try and you can't try and fail at the same time. That's impossible. As long as you're trying, you're not failing. And I think that's really important when it does come to the mindset component. It's like aim for 24 and see what happens. Surprise yourself. And then the minute that you do that, you're like, damn, I just doubled myself. That's the point of all of this. It's just like, you know, really proving to yourself that you can have these big chief aims that you so desire. You can have the boutique style business. It doesn't have to be the everything to everybody. It can work for you in the most powerful way, but we have to take some really small, simple actions in order to get there. So words of wisdom, what are your final thoughts for our listeners today on this episode, Les? Wow. 
get with a powerful coach that you resonate with that could push you to your limits, that could give you this newer mindset, that can help you not only 2x your goals, 10x your goals, do it a lot faster. It's a great investment into yourself, into your future. Surround yourself with great people. That includes your, your business employees, your vendors, your consultants, and your coaches. You are what you surround yourself with. Oh my God, that's like, that's so, so poignant. And that's definitely a great takeaway. So Les, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your wisdom in the industry. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Now, if this conversation sparks something for you, can you do me a favor? Go to Apple Podcasts and follow the show and leave a review. Your feedback tells other business leaders like you how it's possible for them to have it all too. Next, if you're a leader with a lot on your plate, I created something just for you. It's called The Daily Something. It's a mobile coaching tool designed to help you create the habit of having it all in your business and your life. So you can learn more about it by going to marlohiggins.com, clicking on the daily something in the navigation bar.